Welcome back, and a special welcome to our next guest. His name is Jonathan Emord. He is a constitutional law attorney and the author of a tremendously important book, The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. Jonathan, it's very good to have you back with us here at Securing America. Welcome. Great to be with you, Frank. You have been expressing concern and I think it's entirely warranted, and I want you to share it with our audience, about how those who are now inveighing, it seems, incessantly about threats to democracy actually seem to have a very tyrannical motivation for their protests. Um, Give us a sense of what that actually entails and why um, they are masquerading uh, their true intentions. Well, as you know, uh, we have a republic by design, constitutional design in this country. We were never meant to be a democracy. Democracy was kept in check intentionally by the founding fathers who equated pure democracy with tyranny because of the tyranny of the majority. And so it is that uh, it's, it's interesting that many commentators uh, refer to our country as a democracy, uh, and it's troubling. And it's troubling because they're using actually the language of democracy writ large, which is not our language under the Constitution, and they are achieving electoral victory. And then upon achieving electoral victory, they are declaring the Constitution to be irrelevant. They are using power uh, through unconstitutional means, such as executive orders that are actually legislative actions, which under the Constitution's Article I would have to originate with the Congress of the United States, it being the exclusive authority to create law. And they're using the executive branch agencies as vehicles to legislate as well. And uh, that whole pattern of reliance on executive agencies arose in the 1800s, the late 1880s on the federal level, and was intentionally designed by those who were Hegelian socialists, really, the major advocates of the administrative state throughout the progressive era, uh, to create a government outside of the Constitution's government, a government that would operate in an authoritarian manner without constitutional strictures. This was their their objective, actually. They had come back from the historical schools in Germany where they were educated in the, how American uh, uh, Republic was actually a, a horrible thing, that the solution to modernity, to the industrial age, was not individual rights, which they called bunk, but rather was collective rights and that expressed by experts who would know better than we do what is in our own best interest. This, this philosophy is the Democratic Party's philosophy and is, in fact, the philosophy of governance in the United States today. And I think it's important to note that it is very much of a piece with the practice of Marxists elsewhere who have used the ballot box to come to power and then promptly dispensed with the idea of having any kind of continuing accountability to the public that put them in office and instead imposed tyrannical uh, sort of arrangements for keeping them down. 
so when you hear this taking place, when you witness it taking place, um, what should Americans be thinking and doing to try to assure that our representative form of government, our, our constitution and the freedoms that it guarantees are safeguarded, uh, Jonathan? Well, it's not enough to win an election against these socialists. We have to go further, and that is quite a bit further, uh, in this way. Uh, we have to take something like, for example, the qualifications clause of the Constitution, which very plainly requires those who are elected to federal office and state office as well, uh, to swear that they will support the Constitution of the United States. Now, someone like AOC, who is... Support a, and defend, I think, is usually the formulation. They, they're supposed to be doing, actually protecting it, right? Constitutional provision actually refers to support, but the statutory provisions also say defend. The language support, though, in the Constitution is quite literal. Uh, the use of an oath was an extraordinary thing and was meant to bind agents in their service to the government. And what you have in the form of AOC, Bernie Sanders, and these people who are self-avowed socialists, Democrat socialists, they are not qualified to be in, in federal office under the Constitution, actually. It's a fascinating point. Yeah. They, they should be, in fact, ineligible to serve if they are not faithfully fulfilling that oath of office. Right. They have declared themselves in advance of election and in advance of uh, being sworn into office to be enemies of the Constitution by saying they're for socialism. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution is called the Guarantee Clause, and it guarantees, it gives a federal guarantee that every state will have a Republican form of government. Uh, it's fascinating to contemplate. The framers created a Republican form of government on the national level, required those who serve to support that constitution, and forbade, forbade those in the states from rejecting the Republican form also. But we have, we have Oregon that's gone over the deep end on socialism. We have uh, Antifa and, and BLM. That are, that are coddled by those in the administrative state, largely because it's the fruition of what they've wanted really in the administrative state since its inception. Yeah. And it also gives rise to a pretext upon which the administrative state can be even more, well, oppressive uh, of the public. And, and, and the especially uh, alarming piece of this, I think you will agree, uh, Jonathan Edmonds, is that we are talking about in the context of a so-called insurrection that ostensibly took place on January 6th uh, of 2021, a comprehensive effort not only to demonize and vilify political opponents of this socialist agenda, but new pretexts found at every turn to, uh, as I say, advance the imposition of uh, state control and 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 repressive control at that, and and the loss of our freedoms, not just those uh, the so-called Trump voters and others charged with insurrection, but all of us. No, 
Yes, and this is where we have the destruction of the rule of law, and we have politicization of the justice system. We have uh, selective enforcement of the law to serve political ends, the, the total destruction of the concept of equal justice under law. And, and that is the ruination of, of really everything, because once you have uh, combined a total disregard for the strictures of the Constitution with a politicization of the criminal justice system and a use of it to ferret out enemies and destroy them, you have indeed transformed our country into something very similar to the former Soviet Union. Yes. We were just talking with Sam Fattis about this phenomenon of uh, essentially weaponizing the instruments of the state. Uh, and uh, you're absolutely right. It is uh, maybe the Chinese Communist Party is a more apt and current um, comparison because it does seem as though their agenda is to try to bring here as much as they can um, similar kinds of control mechanisms to those that the Chinese Communist Party uses uh, domestically and is exporting. Um, very quickly, uh, this is a very fundamental threat to our country. Uh, we're devoted here to protecting it, supporting and defending the Constitution. What should Americans listening to our conversation do now to try to help preserve um, our freedoms and our constitutional republic that is meant to guarantee them? Well, in addition to becoming educated as to what your rights are and the purpose of our Constitution, which is largely defined by the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, uh, we must vote out of office all those who are representative of this view that the state has no limits, that the state is to direct our future, and that individual liberty is to be run over roughshod in favor of a collectivist agenda. If we do that, and I think we will in 2022, succeed in at least flipping the House, hopefully also the Senate, uh, then we have an opportunity. It's that opportunity which can be squandered or or used to great advantage. If used to great advantage, it's time to end the administrative state. It is time to rededicate ourselves to the rule of law, to the equal application of the law, and ensure that those who, for example, uh, the, the Clinton uh, uh, campaign committee and all of those who worked inside the FBI and the Justice Department to facilitate that fraud on the United States are brought to justice and that we have equal justice demonstrated by our actions, not just by our words. A terrific agenda, and one that I hope we will see put forward by the people that um, are standing for office, uh, seeking a mandate from the American people to do just that. What I'm terrified of is that uh, they'll just say, oh, well, we're not as bad as those guys, and get away without having something that they're to be held accountable to. Uh, execute. Thank you for your time today, uh, Jonathan Emord. It's great to visit with you, and I look forward to doing so with you again in the very near future. Next up, we're going to speak with an interesting foreign-born American patriot by the name of Dr. Sen Ni about uh, something that is a hopeful sign about alienation from the Chinese Communist Party in China. That more straight ahead. <laughs> 